0: I don't have an excuse as to why I have not produced anything yet all I can say it's been um, it's been a great start for me yeah it's been an amazing year start of the year and I hope it is for you as well I do not just want to um, produce any content um, just because I have to I am in a place where I really want everything I produce to be led by the Spirit of God so I can be impactful to my generation. And so yeah, so I praise God for this opportunity. It's actually a Tuesday 16th of uh, Feb 2021, yeah, (laughs) that's when I am, you you know, I'm recording this podcast and um, it's been a good, you know, start been a good start and one of the things i have i have been asking god what do you want me to say and uh today in the evening i was i was watching some christian movie that uh, you know that really uh, melted my heart and then in the process of watching i thought about this podcast and i and i asked god you know what can I share? And uh, God reminded me of something, um, a vow I made to God this year, this year, a vow of purity. I am, um, I am a 27 year old girl and I have been previously engaged in you know um, sexual immorality, that is fornication. Um, and uh, I have been abstinent for a while now but I had not made a vow to God about my abstinence and in the past I love God I love God with all my heart with all my soul and with all my mind and it's my desire to please God to live a life that makes him happy and one of my struggles in the past has been you know um, sex and not that I was a sex addict just that um, When I'm in a relationship and maybe it's you know uh, the relationship is not pure, it's hard for me to you know it was hard for me to say no. Or when I get myself into a compromising situation, whether it's kissing or caressing or whatever, so long as you know there is impurity in the act, it's something that made me feel really bad. I feel I felt the disconnect between myself and God because the bible says that you know sin leads out you know sin leads us away from god and i am not the kind of person who knows how to uh, live a lukewarm life yeah i have done that before it did not work (laughs) where i am you know I love jesus i have accepted him as my lord and savior but then again i'm still struggling with a lot of things sex being one of them and i know i am not living the kind of life god has asked for me to live and that meant that i was a lukewarm christian I was very lukewarm and you know we know that god says he's going to spit out all those lukewarm people (laughs) you're either hot or you're cold and i would feel so guilty my my christian walk became very uh, stagnant i did not progress in my spirituality i did not progress in my relationship with christ um i did not progress in a lot of things yeah because when the bible says that a double-minded man you know um he is unstable in all his ways so i was very unstable in you know in everything i did though i did not notice it notice it then but right now when i look back i can actually see how unstable i was in everything that i did come um, you know um come finances relationship um you know friendships um spiritually i was unstable in everything i did but but you know when you're in that state there is how the devil makes you you know he crowds your judgment and your vision and you're not able to see the impact of what your life and your actions and and your choices are causing but later in life you're able to see when your eyes open and now that i look back and i can see how unstable my life was I realized it was because I was, uh, you know, double-minded. I was in the kingdom of God, but also the things I did were not representing Christ, yeah. And so, me struggling was one of the things that made me, you know, stagnate a lot. And I knew this is not what God wanted for me as a single young woman. I knew, I knew, I could not fulfill the calling of god over my life if at all i was uh, not living the kind of life god desires for me to live that because i'm not able to hear god i'm not able to hear god in my sin yeah the way he would desire for me to hear him and so this year Ali, you know come this year and the one one time i was praying I told God I dedicate my purity to you I have been you know it's been it's been a while an ear plus of uh, being abstinent and before I was doing it out of my own strength because I love God so much you know I would I would really use I would really uh, depend on my 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 strength <laughs> to be abstinent <laughs> and let me just tell you how much i would feel so terribly ah <laughs> uh, and now when I want to look back you know when the bible says it's not by strength and neither is it by might but it's by the spirit of god now i understand why god tells us that everything we do everything everything whether it's um, your purity whether it's your job whether it's finding happiness whatever it is it is never by your strength it is never by your might but it's by the Spirit of God and that includes your struggles I remember before I got born again I tell God or I would say I will get born again when I am married because i felt married people did not sin (laughs) and so it was hard to sin when you're married and because i didn't want to get born again and then keep feeling god all the time and feeling guilty over my sin, so i was like you know what god i will get born again when i get married that way i will not disappoint you in any way (laughs) and then shock on me god draws me to jesus the Bible says that no one comes to Jesus unless they are drawn by God. And that is something that that excites me every day. Now knowing God. Having accepted Him. And knowing that He drew me to Christ. To believe that Christ died for my sins. And to believe that when I believe in His name that I am saved. Yeah. Makes me feel so good and makes me feel so special every day. And so... Um, this is just to say and a lot of times a lot of people don't want to get born again because you want to first deal with your issues deal with your struggles deal with your sin and then accept Christ (laughs) and oh ah, what a lie from the enemy a lie from the pit of hell because the more you procrastinate getting saved The more Satan has a hold on you (laughs) and the devil is a liar because God tells us to come as we are it's not our work to save ourselves it's not our work to um, you know redeem ourselves restore ourselves uh, back to what Jesus desires for us to be it's not our work to um, you know unburden ourselves break the yokes over our lives that is the you know that work was done for us more than 2000 years ago when Jesus conquered the enemy when Jesus became victorious he broke every chain he defeated death and not for anything else but for you and me he did that for us so we did not have to struggle you know we did not have to struggle breaking some chains breaking some generational curses, some generational uh, patterns you know breaking sin of our lives that is something that jesus did on the cross and it's the lie of the enemy that makes us because we are so scared of failing god we are so scared of disappointing him we then decide to work on ourselves first then accept him second but he wants us to come as we are with your sexual sin come as you are if you're struggling with masturbation come as you are if you're struggling with pornography come as you are if you're struggling with incest with fornication, with adultery you name it, come as you are come as you are and that you know, um I really thank God that He drew me to Him. You know? I thank God that He has taught me that trying to break uh, from the yokes of sin, especially sexual sin, on my own is something I cannot do. Something I could never do. And it needed the hand of God. And right now, I know I have not been... You know, um, I have not abstained all this while because I was able to, but because the hand of God is upon my life and because I allowed Him, I allowed Him, I told Him, I cannot do this on my own, Jesus. And you know it, I have tried (laughs) and I have failed. And now I need you. So, uh, beginning of the start of 2021 i did something i have never done before i verbally made uh you know a covenant with christ (laughs) the bible tells me that my body is the temple of the holy spirit and some time back uh no actually this year I was doing um, my my Bible is a U version, and for everyone who has U version, you know that we have um, there's a there's a section for plans for Bible plans, yeah. And in one of the plans, I was doing this year um, a plan by Joyce Meyer, by Meyer's book of um, uh, hearing the voice of God, and one one. And one of those days, I was doing the plan. She made, you know, she just gave an example that that, that hit home when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Yeah? I'm, I'm talking about this in relation, to, in relation to our bodies being the, you know, the um, temples of the Holy Spirit. And so she says that we need to, you need to ask yourself, is my heart and my body a comfortable place for the Holy Spirit to dwell in? For God to dwell in for the Son of God to dwell in because things like um, we have allowed a lot of things that are um, do not represent Christ in our lives and of course you know um, light and darkness cannot stay in one place and so when you allow jealousy when you allow hatred when you allow the spirit of gossip when you allow um, sexual sin when you allow anything that contradicts who Christ is and you allow it to dwell in you and the Holy Spirit is also in you now do you think the Holy Spirit is comfortable living in such an environment and coming to think of it it can be very you know um, it it can be very uh, a very uncomfortable environment I don't know if you have ever been to, and the example she gave, thank you, Holy Spirit, the example she gave was as a child for, no, not as a child. If you're invited to your friend's place and your friend is married and then, so you're seated with your friend and you guys are talking and then your friend's husband or wife comes to the house and then they get into a heated argument and you're seated there listening and watching to this couple arguing how uncomfortable can that be and I think I related with uh, that story because um, I have been in a place where my parents are, are arguing like really arguing and it is so uncomfortable it is the worst feeling ever and you feel like you you would just go to your room just get out of there because it's not it's not a good place to stay in you know and she she gave that example to me if that would be uncomfortable for you now imagine the Holy Spirit how con- uncomfortable it is for him to dwell in an environment that is so toxic because you have allowed everything that is of the darkness to live in a place where light is supposed to dwell in, Where you have allowed hatred to be in the same place where love is supposed to live, yeah, because um, you know when the Holy Spirit comes inside, you know, comes to your life, he comes with everything, every gift, and every fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, he does not come empty. And so, if love, patience, perseverance, you know, kindness, if all those things are inside of you, yeah, because the Holy Spirit is inside of you, and then there's hatred, there's jealousy, there's gossip. Now, the exact opposite of whatever is supposed to dwell in your heart is also dwelling in your heart. So, that can be very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I told, so I told Christ. I dedicate my life to you. I dedicate my my purity to you. Because I know my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You dwell in me and you stay in me. And I know I cannot do this on my own. And I need you. The Bible tells me too that the Holy Spirit will instruct me. He will guide me in the way that I should go. He will counsel me and watch over me. And that has been uh, Psalm 32:8, 8, I think. And it's been one of my verses for some time now. I think like two years now. And that includes, you know, sexual purity. God will, God will instruct me. The Holy Spirit is here to help me. Yeah. I should not do life alone. I should not struggle alone. When I have a helper, I should not walk in as, as if I am a blind person because I have the, help, the helper inside of me. And so when I allow him to instruct me, that means I should be in a place where I I am able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I should be in a position to hear God. And so when I allow him to instruct me, he will tell me exactly what I need to do, you know in order to keep my purity until the day that Christ hands me, you know, um, the day that I am handed over to my husband. He will guide me as I am living a pure life. He will counsel me and then he will watch over me. That means he will watch over my purity. And when I did that, I also, um, I had to, to you know, buy like I, I the Holy Spirit put in me to buy a, a symbol, you know, something that would would symbolize the covenant I had made with Him, yeah, which I did. <laughs> I thank God for that. It's so beautiful, guys. Ah, oh my God. And so, I want I was I'm sharing this to share to a young lady out here. young man out here and you would love to live a pure life a sexually pure life until the day you're handed over to your husband or to your wife and you do not know how to go about it and I would just tell you to stop relying on yourself on your own strength because if it was by our strength we would not have messed up in the first place Rely on the Holy Spirit. He that is, that is why he is in your life. To help you. He wants to help you. He desires to help you. But he will only do that if you allow him. You need to surrender your strength. You need to surrender your knowledge of what you think you should do to keep your purity. And allow him to guide you. Allow him to counsel you. And one of the things I, um, you know, through the help of the Holy Spirit, nowadays I don't just watch any movie, cause it's the environment, you know. It's some of these environments or things that we allow access into our lives. They are; those are the the same things that pollute us. They pollute us in a way that um, you're not able to move out or get out of. A certain struggle, yeah. So if you keep watching movies that if you're struggling with pornography or even sex, yeah, and you keep watching very you know romantic movies that have these scenes of people making love, or you know, of course, that your body body not be wood now, nah. you will have these emotions as well. <laughs> And when you f- and when you think about them, because, yeah, they're deposited in, into your mind. And then the more you keep seeing them, they're deposited into your spirit, into your conscious first, which is your mind, and then to your subconscious second. And when they're deposited into your heart, we are told that we should guard our hearts with all diligence because out of our hearts flows the issues of life. So if you keep depositing toxic things, sexual things, it is it is the exact, you know, it, it is those things that is going to flow out of your life, those issues of life. That's why when you find yourself or you get you know, you find yourself in a very compromising situation, it is hard to walk out of there like of course you'll be scratched <laughs> in some way if it's sex you will fall because whatever you've been ingesting is what will come out of you a friend of mine keegan <laughs> um, you know we were discussing um secular music and then he said something that, that was powerful for me he said garbage in garbage out yeah (laughs) garbage in garbage out what you allow inside of you is what will be seen on the outside it's what that you're going to give and when they say that you give what you have if all you have if all you're ingesting is um you know um songs that are very Sexual, You know, they have this sexual scene. They are glorifying um, um, sexual immorality. You're watching movies that are very nasty, you know. And, you know, um, you're you're discussing sex with your friends. You're reading romantic novels that that just, they describe all these sexual, you know, uh, activities. Garbage in, garbage out so when when the time comes you are going to release exactly that and so i stopped watching secular movies i started and i realized there are a lot of beautiful movies on youtube christian movies so i really i like i go on my youtube um, uh, channel and i search christian movies i actually found uh, a christian channel you know a christian movie channel called christian movies <laughs> and from there i have watched i've actually watched a lot of movies from there and also when you just google christian movies you will get there are a lot of christian movies with christian content that edify you they edify your spirit like the other day i watched a movie that made me realize um okay i'm going off topic <laughs> but it just made me realize how you know we take for granted simple prayers yeah but god hears and answers every prayer it can be like jesus help me and that is all that is required like you don't need to to do a 30 minutes prayer that is prayer enough jesus help me or call the name of jesus just jesus it is prayer enough yeah so there are a lot of christian movies out there christian content that edifies your spirit edifies you as a person so i stopped watching secular mu- secular movies it's not easy yo. it's not easy but i think uh nowadays I, I am intolerant to to you know very to secular movies like today i tried watching one and my god i couldn't stomach it i just had to go back to my <laughs> to my christian movies because i don't know i was i was just not at peace um i Okay, well, I, I I'm not a, I'm a fan of secular music. I stopped that a long time ago. But I love love songs. <laughs> but I also stopped listening to secular love songs. Um, what else did I stop? Oh, like one of the major things. Okay, this these are very small small things, but they really impact your life in a in a major way. But also something that I purpose to do is create boundaries. And one of the okay I'm not you know i've not created all the necessary boundaries i'm still learning every day but one of the boundaries that has been working for me for this one year plus has been um i do not allow a man into my home which is now easy because i've been living with my aunt for the past one year so that that's been easy yeah (laughs) Uh, that's been easy but i also don't go to men's houses like if you're my friend and you ask me you want to see me, you ask me to come to your home. Boy please, it's not gonna happen unless I am coming with a friend. Okay, which I've never done. But every every male friend I have okay, I've gone to one male friend and it's because it was a movie night with a lot of people, you know. I I don't I don't visit male friends end i am moving out soon so i also purpose not to invite male friends to my home if i have if a a, a friend has to come then we cannot be alone i do not want to leave room for you know anything happening even like i told you don't rely on your strength yeah don't rely on your strength that oh i am now strong this guy can come over and nothing is going to happen i don't know we're going to watch a movie i have tried that my people tried that and failed miserably (laughs) oh my god this is a story for another day actually um someone really pressured me into um i you know hosting him and in my head that was a long time ago more than two years ago now and in my head i was like Okay, so this guy is going to come, I'm going to cook a meal and then you're going to watch a movie and that's it. And my friends, that's not how things went down <laughs> And so that, that That just taught me And also I've, I have been in a place where A friend asks me to go to his place And this is someone I consider a friend I actually did not think anything other than him being my friend We had been friends for a long time <laughs> And then, you know, I go to his place. We cook, we eat, we start talking, we talk, we talk, we talk. We have a really good connection. And then, you know, things just go south. (laughs) And I, 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 naive. nili nilisema, never again. So when I put these boundaries, it's because um, I have been burnt by the lack of these boundaries. So now I am putting these boundaries because I know they're good for me and I know, but you know, one thing I wonder is when I get into a relationship, how this will work. But I know, by the you know, with the help of the Holy Spirit, He's going to guide me, both me and my husband. You know, in our courtship process, because I know my my man will hear from God. My man hears from God. Let me, okay, he hears from God, <laughs> and so you know when we, we both hear from god and we are both obedient things are going to work out together for our good and that is all i wanted to share with you i hope i have not repeated myself so much in, in this audio if i have please forgive me i am so happy i did this guys i am so happy i am so happy i allowed you in into my sexual history okay not the whole history but (laughs) into my my purity covenant and i pray that if you're out there and uh, this is what you desire i pray that you get there i pray you make this commitment and actually let let me pray You know, if you're listening to me and you'd like to make a purity commitment to God, commit yourself, your body to Christ until the day he hands you over to your husband or to your wife. If you want to do that, I'd like to pray with you. Yeah. So, Heavenly Father, thank you because you are our Father, you are our God, you are a good shepherd. Thank you because you hear our prayers. Thank you because you care about us. You mind about every little thing and detail in our lives. As a single person, God, I know you care about our purity. You care about my purity. You care about the purity of the person who is praying with me this prayer. And I pray, God, as they dedicate their purity to you, that Holy Spirit you will guide them in all truths I pray you will guide them you will instruct them you will counsel them and you will watch over them in all their ways I pray that they shall hear your voice in a way that they shall have no doubt in their hearts that that is the voice of the Holy Spirit I pray Holy Spirit that it shall be easy for them help them to make this commitment to you help them to 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 have some boundaries set. Help them to obey you when you instruct them, when you counsel them. May they obey your word and your voice. I pray when you tell them not to go somewhere, that they shall not go, God. I pray that when you tell them not to allow someone inside, that they shall not allow them inside in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, God, that even as they walk in this path of purity, Jesus, that their relationship with you, my God, shall be strengthened in the mighty name of God. I pray, my Father, that they shall, that you shall help them to make their, their bodies a comfortable home you can dwell in. And I pray that they shall meet you in a mighty way, experience you in a mighty way. And I pray that this walk of purity, God, shall magnify you Jesus and bring more closer to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, God, that they shall be a light unto their generation, my Father and my God, that through their work with you, Jesus, more children, more teenagers, more young adults who are single shall desire the God that lives inside of them in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you and I honor you because you are good and because your masses are new every day. And more. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray, believe and trust. You. Amen. So if you have prayed that prayer with me, may it be easy for you. May it be an enjoyable journey for you. Enjoy your singlehood. Enjoy, you know, um, being pure. Enjoy every fruit that comes with it. You will attract the same kind of people who are walking your journey as well and together you shall encourage one another, you shall keep each other accountable for the glory of God I will finish up by saying the Bible tells us whether it's eating or drinking that everything we do should bring glory to God and that includes your purity I pray that you will keep this fast in, in your heart And it will remind you in everything you do, whether it's making friendships with people, going wherever you're supposed to go, everything you do. Let that thing bring glory to God. And when you keep this verse in in your heart, it will help you make the right decisions at all times. I love you guys. I love you and I pray for you. I would love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, until next time, this is Jen Gashiri here at Close and Candid. Oh my gosh, it's been 33 minutes, 30 seconds. Well, I thought I would do a five minutes audio (laughs) and see what the law has done. I hope this has been helpful and impactful. And until next time, may God bless you. May he keep you. And may he, his mercy and grace be upon your life. May the angels are over your life, watch over you in all you do. And may you find favor with God and with men. And may you be prosperous. Have an amazing week and an amazing month of February, the month of love. I love you guys and God loves you more. Cheers.